Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump. Desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes. And I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not. Which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. So good to be with you on this Thanksgiving Thursday. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program. Hour number two is now official. I think all the time about the rhetoric that has escalated. About this idea, as Rush Limbaugh's voice just told us, and God, I miss him, I know. I know, I do too. About MAGA. It's so ludicrous. It's so, it's almost as dumb as vilifying people who believe in life. As though you're the problem. You're the bump on the log. You believe in life. You freak. You must be one of those MAGA extremists. Well, we followed that narrative as it escalated during COVID. And we watched Joe Biden, when he was still able to somewhat cogently deliver a line, talk about this extremism. And you'll never forget the one in front of the the curtains where he looked like Hitler ah, and he had his fists and he looked crazy and he was talking about MAGA extremism. And Brock and I looked at each other and we're like, oh, my goodness, they're going with this. This is their this is their narrative that people on the right who inherently like family, faith and free, freedom, like we're some kind of weird fringe group that that ought to be taken down. When what we're really seeing is an unraveling on the other side of the spectrum. And it's really hard to watch. With children in so many different age groups, it's kind of cool for me to see who the kids' friends are, where they come from, backgrounds, etc., etc. And they have friends of all walks of life. I don't think 15-year-olds should worry about politics. Right? We we should not be talking to politics with 15-year-olds. Go play. Go be, go explore, go dream, go play sports, get outside. And yet there is a very definitive image in my mind of somebody who's been drinking the liberal Kool-Aid for way too long and has now become a, a, an activist. 
And these people, their chickens have come home to roost. This is generations. It's not. not it's nothing new that our public school system has failed children for years and years. But it's planting those seeds of liberal social justice woke activism that's really heated up. And I think we're seeing a lot of these issues coming together in very troubled young people. As parents... I think it's incumbent upon us to keep a track, keep fingers on what our kids are, what they're doing, what they're doing online, the groups that they're affiliating with. Because once you take that sharp turn left, it's hard to come back. And I say this specifically because of this Louisville bank shooter. You guys remember this story? It was quickly poo-pooed because much like Audrey Hale, the transgender shooter in Nashville, this story didn't fall along the lines that the media wanted it to fall along. That this would have been some crazed gun wacko, some hick, somebody who probably goes to church. You know, those threats. This is a very sad story, but it shows what happens when you have mental illness and you have indoctrination in school lead to the creation of literally monster, insane behavior. And we know this because this young man who shot and killed five of his colleagues at a bank had journal entries that basically unravel what happened. It's tragic. So the story I'm going to tell you from the New York Post, Louisville bank shooter Connor Sturgeon wanted to highlight, quote, lax gun laws. Well, now that is just a basic scratch of the surface about what I believe this young man was going through. And he details it in his journal, and it's heartbreaking. I don't celebrate people losing their minds because they've they've had the Kool-Aid, they've been indoctrinated, they've become activated, and they've taken action because they feel it's what they've got to do. Like, that's crazy. That's nutty. And that's what happened. Here's your story. The Louisville banker who opened fire at his workplace, killing five people and injuring eight others. And isn't it amazing how we just kind of dropped this story? Eh. It wasn't it wasn't a white person going after gay people, trans people, black people. It was a white guy going after white guys because he was taught to hate white people, particularly white, wealthy people. That's called mental illness. That is what's being taught in our schools, I say to you i have decided to make an impact connor sturgeon 25 wrote in his journal just six days before the april 10th shooting at old national bank according to a recently released police report we're going to release it right before a holiday and hope that nobody pays attention to the kid who doesn't fill our need for a crazy right-wing extremist narrative. This guy was off the charts to the left. Are we surprised? Quote, these people do not deserve to die, but because I was depressed and able to buy guns, they are gone, he wrote of his plan. Scary. Perhaps this is the impact for change. Upper class, white people dying. I certainly would not have been able to do this were it more difficult to get a gun, he continued. I know our politicians are solely focused on lining their own pockets, but maybe this will knock some sense into into them, he says. If not, good luck. Creepy. 
are you surprised? Now, the journal entry Sturgeon made in the days before the shooting detail how he was suffering from persistent depression and felt inadequate amid national issues like inflation, climate change, and a lack of mental health care. Guys, these are products of your liberal indoctrination. Do you not see the Frankensteinian table from which people like Connor Sturgeon are arising? You put all the seeds. You've sprinkled it into their lessons in school. White people are the problem. Black people are the victims. We demand reparations. You should feel guilty. Not for anything that you've done or not done, but because we say you should be. Worry about the climate. It's going to blow up. AOC, we've got 10 years left. These climate alarmists have been dropping this nonsense for decades. But we have a very spongy younger generation that is obviously absorbing the message with alarming speed. The whole controversy over guns. Guns do not kill people. People kill people. But that's an inconvenient truth to the left that wants to take your guns away from you so that when they come in, you have no way to fight back. It is the last move of crazy. Which is why gun sales are at all-time highs. I know our politicians are solely focused on lining their own pockets, he said. Worried about mental health care. Worried about the climate. On April 3rd, for example, he wrote about his, quote, struggle with depression and how he's unable to escape it. Even though he's been trying for the past year with therapy, medications, and other self-care methods, according to the police report. Other entries criticized politicians, the National Rifle Association, and party politics for gun violence. And for gun laws that made getting a rifle, quote, so easy. Kentucky does not have any red flag laws, and because Sturgeon did not have a prior criminal history, he was able to pass the federal background check. That's the way the system's supposed to work. We're not supposed to be able to crawl into your mind and deduce what your problem is. This young man's depression is a product of being on his phone on social media all the time. I know, because I have kids that aren't that much younger. It's what they do. Constantly comparing themselves to other people who lie for a living to create likes and clicks and blah, blah, blah. This endless anti-gun lobby. Guns are the problem. It's pushed by a president who makes quips about AR-15s and such, which, by the way, are ridiculous, easy weapons to use specifically for home defense. Demonizing them. Dear, don't wear Kevlar. What does that even mean, Joe? Nothing. But you know who's listening? Not the MAGA crowd, but a group of highly impressionable young people who've been indoctrinated, who've been groomed in their schools, who've been failed repeatedly, who've been told, don't try, don't work hard, don't dream. It's not worth it. You'll never make it. You just need us, the government, to show you how to live. That's why I brought you that poll in the last hour. Scary. How many people are falling for the idea that the government and media know better than you in common sense? This is the fruit of their labor. MAGA is not the problem. And you know it as well as I do. Stay tuned. More of the Wendy Bell Radio program right after this. 
And, you know, just as this is not going to make huge headlines that this Louisville bank shooter, Connor Sturgeon, was deeply affected by the persistent, negative, left-leaning media messages, the indoctrination of everything's terrible and you must get involved and you must activate your clone trooper chip, right? And he, and he writes things in his journal, I couldn't have done this without of your lo- without all of your lobbying dollars. You really brought this whole thing together, he's talking about. The most impor- important person, he says, the player, the NRA. He's been highly conditioned to go and do something like this. He says, this is not an accident. I'm sorry I had to lie all week, but this is something I have to do. It's all been planned out, and it is flawed, but I think it will work. I know I won't be around to see it, and I know that it makes me a coward. But I pray this can send a message to those with power that they are not invincible. That's creepy. Police, of course, ended up killing him. That's called mental illness. When you believe that that you should go get a gun and that you should go and kill people because the message you've gotten is that white wealthy people who are gun owners are the scourge of society and that you've received some kind of a call and that you need to go take action and that you know you're going to die in the process but you want everybody to know why you did it because guns and white people are the problem you have mental illness and i'm going to go with the left owning an awful lot of that did you guys hear about amazon You know, I like Amazon for some things, but I, I'm stopping with Amazon. Exclusive. Amazon Prime Video removes the plot against the president, a documentary, without explanation. Why would they do that? I'm going to go with just knowing nothing. Let's just figure out. What, I'm going to go with this is probably a conservative-leaning documentary <laughs> that's about the plot to take down Donald Trump with Russian collusion. Well, bing, 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 bing. I have to be honest. I cheated. I know what it's about. Amazon has blacklisted the Amanda Milius-directed documentary, The Plot Against the President, by removing the title from its prime video streaming service without explanation. Ladies and gentlemen, this is called censorship. This is called choosing winners and losers. This is called abject bias. This is called disgusting. And this is America today and judging from the poll i just read to you democrats overwhelmingly support overwhelmingly support groups like amazon saying yeah we're not going to cover this how is this any different than movie theaters during the sound of freedom when when the the story rolled out after disney sat on it for years chronicling this disgusting and insidious sex trafficking child trafficking enterprise that that has now overtaken the drug trade in terms of profitability in this country and by the way america is the central nervous system of it that is <coughs> disgusting any different than movie theaters saying oh fire alarm sorry time to evacuate the studio or the 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 theater oh our air conditioning doesn't work it's seven thousand degrees in here now time to evacuate the right it's so obvious Controlling what you're able to see and not see. Customers no longer able to digitally rent or purchase the plot against the president. Now, 
That is wholly un-American. Now, going to do it, of course, under the idea of safety and security. But that's BS, and you know it as well as I do. Amazon searches performed by Breitbart News produce different results when trying to find this thing. In some cases, searching, uh, searching Prime Video apps, the title doesn't even appear at all. In other cases, the movie does appear, but with a message saying, quote, this video is currently unavailable to watch in your location. Why? Because it tells the inconvenient truth that they all tried to... Mm, and succeeded in creating a narrative that impeached Donald Trump for doing what? For making a phone call. We have a president right now who's gotten paid. We know right now because bank records don't lie. Who gotten, who's gotten paid from how many different foreign countries? And Donald Trump was impeached over a phone call. I don't need to tell you how silly that is. Spokesperson for Prime Video didn't respond to an inquiry. Shocker. Shocker. The plot against the president, based on the bestseller by Lee Smith, provides an in-depth look at the Russiagate hoax and how Democrats and the mainstream media conspired to undermine the peaceful transition of power following the 2016 election. Documentary focuses in large part on then-Representative Devin Nunes' efforts to expose efforts to take down then-President Donald Trump. Not allowed to talk about that. Not allowed to talk about Joe Biden and all of his crime family syndicate payments. Not allowed to talk about how filthy and disgusting your government is, particularly Democrats. Republicans aren't any great shakes either, I will say. It's called censorship. It's called control. Period. Be aware of it. It is everywhere, and your kids are getting it, too. All right, coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so you don't want to buy an electric vehicle. Well, welcome to the party. The government is going to control you anyway if you continue to drive a gas-powered car. What? How? By controlling your gas pedal. Oh, my. It's next. So we were just talking about guns. Got to demonize something. Got to push something. Got to have a narrative. Got to create outrage. This is the story of the left. You can't just have people blissfully living their lives, enjoying a lack of government overreach, making the maximum amount of money to keep the economy going rather than taxing the everlasting liver out of them. Very different ideas of life in these two political realms. So if we can assume and we can not just assume, we know that the entirety of the leftist push for a new liberal world order is predicated on creating strife, a reason to be angry, a reason to get motivated, to get out, to to make, you know, signs to protest, whether it's the Dobbs decision or it's guns or it's the climate, we're killing the earth. It takes a special kind of lack of critical thought To not do your own due diligence with this stuff, because there is no scientific consensus on anything except uh, a woman is a woman. Can we just leave it there? Okay. So one of these big pushes is even though we only occupy (laughs) we're four percent of the world's population, four percent in the United States of America. But all these climate wackos who are money laundering operatives, because that's all this is. 
They need to change everything that you do. We need to make all these regulations so that these uh, new products have to be built and they're all built in China. That's Joe's part, right? That's him giving back to China. That's the way to save this, you know, save the earth. So stupid. People aren't buying it. The whole EV thing was dumb from the get-go. And now, just talk to car dealers, they have lots of electric vehicles on their lots. So the government, never to shy away from a way to screw you over, has decided, well, you know what? If you're not going to follow what we say and make that abrupt turn into the electric vehicle world because it doesn't make sense, infrastructure isn't ready, machines aren't ready, the batteries are bulky, they're heavy, and they're not recyclable, right? All these other things. And, by the way, the raping of Mother Earth with slave labor to extract the minerals needed for the batteries. That notwithstanding, if you're not going to get an electric vehicle and you're going to keep driving that gas guzzler, you terrible person, probably MAGA, we're going to start fiddling with your gas pedal. Wait, what? This is one of those stories that they put in the news right before all so you don't pay attention to it. This is why you need to watch the show, right? Here you go. Biden Safety Agency. And I got this on a, on a site called Business and Politics. It's called BPR, bizpackreview.com. Biden Safety Agency pushes technology that could remotely control the speed of your car. <laughs> Hi, we got Texas and California on the phone, Colorado too. How are you guys liking those thermostats that the government controls? Oh, you guys are a little chilly right now. Huh, go figure. Here's your story. President Joe Biden's National Transportation Safety Board pushing the regulations mandating technology that automatically lowers the speed of all new cars, according to a recent press release. This is like these idiots getting involved in your shower. Do you guys remember taking a shower in the 1970s, 1980s? It was great. There was water pressure. You could get the soap off your body in less than 20 minutes. Now they put that stupid governor in there to fiddle with the flow. And they're like, oh, we're saving water. It's so it's so important. You're like, my shower is three times as long because I can't get the crap out of my hair. Good job, federal government. Thanks for fudging up even my shower. The technology known as intelligent speed assistance. You guys like that? Intelligent speed assistance. This is code for we're going to screw you over in a big way. Tracks vehicle locations and matches them with the corresponding speed limits, according to the press release. Can you imagine what would happen in this country if these lackeys in government, instead of finding ways to make your life less convenient, more expensive and more frustrating, closed the border, built the wall, told the truth? Didn't suck. Uh, I know it's Thanksgiving. I'm pie in the sky today. I'm sorry. At the very least, the NTSB is advocating for these intelligent speed assist systems that issue warnings to speeding drivers. But the technology can also make it increasingly challenging or impossible to go over the speed limit. You want to fight? Oh, we're going to fight. I'm ready. Here's your quote. Press release. Always a great quote. Quote, 
Active systems include mechanisms that make it more difficult, but not impossible, to increase the speed of the vehicle above the posted speed limit and those that electronically limit the speed of the vehicle to fully prevent drivers from exceeding the speed limit. Like, who in their right mind is like, I totally, I love the idea of my government not only being in my shower with me, right? They're in my car. Get out of my car. Get away from my car. Get away from my guns. Get away from my car. This is all under, oh, it's to keep you safe. That's what all those stupid speed humps in your neighborhood are all about. You guys get an infusion of these? My neighborhood in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is packed with them. Speed bumps on top of speed bumps. Some of the speed bumps are so damn big, emergency vehicles can't get over them. So they cut holes in them that are the exact dimension of a fire truck or an ambulance. I'm going to go with, if you've got to cut a hole for a tire in your speed bump, you shouldn't have put in the speed bump. That's just me, though. Let's proceed. A pedestrian experienced critical injuries after a human-driven car collided with an autonomous cruise vehicle, which subsequently trapped and dragged the person for about 20 feet in San Francisco in October. Oh, that's why the government wants to control your speed. Because somebody in a car driven by a human being, uh, because that'd be the lion's share of them, somebody got hit and hurt and dragged. Therefore, everybody loses their ability to drive at the speed that they wish. What are we doing? Well, what are we doing? It's almost like this is a punitive, oh yeah? You then buy our EVs. How do we know that you're not buying their EVs? Well, because they're sitting on the lot for a hell of a long time, ladies and gentlemen. EV inventories, as is from USA Today, have increased by 506% from a year ago. That's so weird. Hey, Earl, Earl, get in here. Earl, we got to figure this out. Look, we made these vehicles, right? They're super duper expensive. You've got to put $2,000 into getting some plug into your garage. If you live in a cold climate, you're going to roll the dice on whether the thing's going to work or not. And whether or not you can actually get a charge, depending on where you're going, that's up in the air too. Not to mention the power grid we haven't created yet to sustain this. Why aren't people buying these vehicles? Right? Please, 506%. So EVs are sitting on the lots longer than your traditional car because people know that the traditional car, car which runs on fossil fuels, uh, which we, by the way, have, what, 300 years worth underneath our feet right now? Uh, they're way more affordable, uh, dependable, reasonable, period. Do you guys know that the average... Vehicle sits on the car, sits on the lot about 64 days. Electric vehicles, 82 days. And they're cutting the the price. Cutting the price and cutting the price. It's still not working. The average price paid in September for a new electric vehicle fell to (coughs) $50,683. What a savings. Down from $52,212. In August and down from $65,295 a year ago. (laughs) What? And they can't figure it out. I just, I don't know. 
What is it? I, I, I can't fathom why people aren't going for you guys. Do you have do you have fifty thousand dollars to plunk down right now on a new car and roll the dice on whether or not when it runs out of its charge, you're going to find a, a place to charge it and then sit there like an idiot and wait for it to charge? Really? Again, make your life inconvenient and expensive and miserable, get you on all kinds of traffic, right? Angry. This is purposeful. Do you want the government controlling how this works? Of course not. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration requested public comments. Where can I go? On the topic of adding this ISA, the Intelligent Speed Assist, <laughs> oh my gosh, of adding the ISA to new car assessments and how robust the technology should be, the spokesperson says. The agency is still evaluating the comments and working on its ultimate decisions. How about, oh, hell no. That's my recommendation. It, it's laughable. It's predictable. It's purposeful. It's pre-calculated. It's premeditated. It's high school musical. We're doing the same things with different technology that were done 50, 60, 80 years ago. Government overreach. You be grateful for the scraps that you receive as you live in your little smart 15-minute city. Maybe if you're lucky, Lahaina, because they wiped that out for you, right? Did you guys hear about that big train derailment? Brock, you said something about that this morning. Big train derailment. They're it, trying to move everybody out like Lahaina. Yeah, in Kentucky. Uh huh. What happened? I actually don't. Big I just chemical know that, spill. Yeah. Allah East Palestine. CSX, I believe. Uh, Palestine, I should say. CXX. Who do you want to bet it owns CXX, Brock? I'm gonna assume uh, Warren Buffett because he pretty much owns all of the railways. BlackRock and Vanguard. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go too, with that. Yeah. Probably so. So this is where we are. And by the way, before I skip off of the whole climate nonsense, not like you guys don't follow this. It's such a patently idiotic idea. It's the government getting involved in something that we know sucks. There's no defensible reason for this. The push to electric vehicles. It's the United States Postal Service. You want to see the government get involved in private industry and destroy it. Look at your postal service. It is a sieve of money. Lost money. Worse than the military. Lost money. All it is is an opportunity for bureaucrats to take away what you love to do, to drive at the speed, by golly, that you want to drive. You pay the price for the consequences. Enough of this big brother BS. Suck it, I say to these folks who want to reach into my car. All right, when we come back on the program, I got to talk about this. Remember that super awesome IRS plan to, to, to look at your Venmos over 600 bucks? Well, they're going to put that on the back burner. For now, I'm going to tell you why next. Don't go anywhere. I love that plan. I thought that was such a great plan. First, to create 87,000 bean counters and then possibly give them guns. I mean, even though we're supposed to say guns are a problem. 
not supposed to have guns, but 87,000 new IRS agents. Uh, there's only one reason they might need guns. <laughs> it's because people don't want them in their business. Step off my property. Get away from me. I understand why Life Below Zero is such a popular show. I find myself often romanticizing about being off-grid somewhere 12 miles from the Arctic Circle where I don't pay taxes because nobody knows where I am. I love that. So I want to read you this because apparently that plan to sniff around your Venmo All you gig workers, people who make extra on the side, maybe you've got an Etsy or you're on Pinterest and you're crafting or God knows what you're doing. Maybe you're the gentleman, the police officer who made the beautiful flags for Brock and me that sit behind us in our studio. And that's your side hustle. They want a piece of it. But I saw this. I found it interesting. Dailymail.com. IRS postpones new tax rule change for workers who earn money through Venmo and PayPal. Here's how it could affect you. I'm all about this. I pay multiple people through Venmo. A sweeping rule change to taxes on income generated through payment apps such as PayPal and Venmo has been delayed, officials confirmed. App users who made $600 or more selling goods and services were told they must report it to the IRS under a new threshold from the American Rescue Plan passed in March of 2021. Your government sucks. Everything they do is meant to take more of your money away, to dig into your finances, into your bedroom, into your shower, into your freaking car. And to take from you, why don't we ever audit these folks? Why do they always have to come to us as though we are the the wishing well they can dip their bucket into and take more of our money away? How about your own responsibility? That's a novel idea. The IRS confirmed just on Tuesday that these new rules will not come into effect until after... The upcoming tax filing season. Why would that be? Hmm. They want you to get through the 2024 election, ladies and gentlemen. They don't want you ticked off more than you already are. They don't want you going to the polls, realizing that they've now fiddled with your finances even more and that you've got endless bullcrap paperwork that now you can't go to H&R Block for anymore. You need an accountant. Why do we need 87,000 more people? Because that's how many people they need to go through all of this new paperwork mumbo jumbo. See, conservative, we like less conservative amounts, less overreach, less garbage, less lip service, fewer taxes. Liberals want lugubriously stunning amounts. (laughs) The tax reporting rule proved controversial when it was first introduced and received No Republican votes as it was passed through Congress. Well, no kidding. It would have resulted in 44 million. Oh, boy. It would have resulted in 44 million additional tax forms called 1099-Ks being sent out in January by the IRS. It's sort of like your power grid for the electric vehicles. We're going to do this. All right, everybody, let's go. It's mandatory. Um, you know, we don't have the power grid to do that. Oh, 
Who are these people with these stupid ideas? Well, enough said. For 2024, the basic reporting threshold will be increased from $600 to $5,000, the IRS said. Before that provision, and now for this year, the reporting requirement applied only to the sale of goods and services to taxpayers who received over $20,000 and have over 200 transactions. The law predominantly affects gig economy workers such as hairdressers, taxi drivers, delivery couriers who may receive tips through such apps. Government wants a chunk of your tip. I'm sorry, was the government there coloring my hair? No, they weren't. Beat it. IRS officials say the reason for the delay is taxpayer confusion over what sorts of transactions are reportable. I'm going to go with it's going to be an election year and it's a bad look because if Joe Biden can't come through with more ridiculous student loan forgiveness nonsense, which of course we pay for, this is not going to be well received either, I would imagine, by the young folk. For instance, peer-to-peer transactions like selling a couch or a car or sending rent to a roommate and buying concert tickets would not be reportable, whereas other purchases would apply. Do you guys need more to worry about? Do you need more to worry about in addition to already getting strapped with trend, with this inflation BS that these Biden administration officials created on day number one and then who lie and say that they're working hard to bring it down and they deserve a victory lap? Yay! You guys did it to us in the first place. How dare you? It's clear that an additional delay for tax year 2023 will avoid problems for taxpayers. You know what's going to happen? This doesn't happen with Donald Trump. This doesn't happen with a Republican in office. This doesn't happen when you've got sanity and reality. This happens when you've got leftists who've been indoctrinated through public school and through the education system of college and university education who've had their homing chips activated. They've, they've become the clone trooper activists that the left has so desperately wanted to cultivate. And they have no other purpose in life other than to make yours a living hell. Mission accomplished, folks. All right, don't go anywhere. Hour number three of the Wendy Bell Radio program. We have a special guest coming up. He is a Nashville recording artist with a hit single that will leave you better than you are right now. And you deserve it. It is next on the Wendy Bell Radio program.